Hi everybody, welcome back, welcome back. It's been a long time. Uh, I think I start every episode saying that, so forgive me. I'll try not to be so repetitive. Um, really quick, I want to get out of the way an explanation why it's taken me a while to come out with more episodes is because I completely lost track of where I put my microphone. Now my microphone, I bought it really cheap online. I think I bought it for like five bucks and it's kind of small. It's like one of those little clip-on mics that, you know, you see in interviews. Uh, yeah, it's really tiny, but it works wonders, um, at least compared to just me holding my phone up to my face. Uh, so we're just going to make do without it. Uh, really sucks. Thank God I didn't pay that much for it, but I really, honest to God, I have no idea where it is. And it sort of bummed me out from wanting to make any more episodes just because it's it's really difficult um, to find a uh, spot in my house that doesn't have noise and where the room isn't too echoey, you know? Moving on. Today we're gonna... Um, I'm planning to record two episodes so that way I can just get this one done and then don't even have to worry about recording the next one to post it. I'll just post it when I feel like it's necessary. So um, we're going to go off of worship ministry part one. This is going to be part two. Uh, I kind of wanted to change subjects, but then I thought if I change subjects now, I'm never going to get back to to what I started before, which was talking about um, having an episode dedicated to worship ministry. Um, and I kind of want to finish that right now, um, just kind of get it out of the way, but also sort of finish um it's also sort of like it's finishing that subject, but it's also it leads into something else that I want to talk about possibly more in depth in the next episode. It's really heavy and I'm, I'm not even sure I want to discuss it. But either way, we're going to just going to move forward. So this is uh, my experience in the worship ministry part two. Um, so I mentioned in the first part about how I struggled with myself. A lot of it was uh, internal struggles um, that occurred when I was in the worship ministry. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about the external things that I faced um, that didn't come from myself. I'm really not going to go into detail, mostly because the people who listen, uh, <laughs> uh, not that I don't trust anybody, it's just that it's just really hard. I don't know why for me to talk about other people that go to my church when most people that listen go to my church. So. <laughs> Um, it was really hard to decide whether I should name drop people and I'm not, I'm still not really sure if I'm going to do that. Uh, I don't really plan to, but if I, I'm just going to say right now, if I drop a name, um, I'm not doing it intentionally. I might do it by mistake just cause, um, being really vague about who is who might, um, slip my mind and I might drop a name. Um, trying to avoid that as much as I can though. I'm going to try and be, I'm really not going to go into details because this past drama doesn't even really matter anymore. It just, it matters in context of the story and what I'm going to discuss, but really as of now, it's, I've moved on from it and it just, it's not really worth getting into too much details if that makes sense. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and start. Um, so when I started the ministry, I was 17 years old and um, as I mentioned in the last episode, and I I feel young now. Like, I, I know I always joke about being old. I'm 24 years old now. Um, but I joined when I was 17, and I just can't... I feel young, and I feel really naive about a lot of things now. But I just can't imagine how much more so I was at 17 and being surrounded by uh, adults, you know. the That kind of environment that, you know, the adults that have more experience in a ministry than, than you do... Um, 
it's just it, it it can be a little intimidating in a good way in a bad way it's just kind of like it, i just took it as i'm surrounded by all these people that have this experience and all this knowledge and i'm and i'm here to learn you know i'm coming from being in like a, a junior high worship team where the kids were younger and you know the fam the the not the family members the the team members were my age roughly you know this is a bigger gap of uh of age that i'm working with here so it was definitely definitely an experience not just because of the age gap but because of i guess the the treatment that went towards me when i first started um let's let's get more into detail about that oh where do i start um i know i'm making it sound like the whole team was was like treated me badly that that's not at all the case um i don't know why i started off like that but um again i'm not gonna be name dropping so if you know me personally and you know who this is or if you know who i'm talking about good for you i'm just not gonna say names i think we'll just go ahead and do that so my worship leader was quite a guy um very strict definitely when i first started which is funny because you know as the years went on and i worked with him a lot more he was not at all a strict leader and i i don't know why and i will never understand why when i started he was very strict and when i say strict i meant i mean more towards me i had never seen him behave or have this kind of attitude with anyone else i don't know if it's because he barely knew me um I really, I can't say why. I really don't, because I don't know why. I'm not like trying to hide anything. I genuinely don't know where um, this came from. But when I started, um, when you start, I don't know if every worship ministry at my church is like this, but with the adults, um, if you can audition and even if you make the team, you are not guaranteed to lead a song for maybe a couple of months. Um, that's what happened to me anyway. Um, I was mostly background vocals and I would do a lot of harmonies. I learned how to do harmony. I had learned at a young age, but I definitely got to learn more. I guess here's how I'm going to explain this. I have been in the worship ministry for a long time before I joined the adults. And I had learned many techniques, harmonies and things like that. But going to the adult ministry, I learned many things all over again, the way that my leader wanted me to learn. Um, I guess that's the best way I can explain it. And that's not always a bad thing. You know, a leader is supposed to be, you know, like a mentor, like a guide for you, that kind of thing. At least that's, that's my understanding. I mean, I'm not saying that's, I guess I shouldn't say that's what they're supposed to be, but I, I would imagine that that's what it was. That's at least my understanding. That's what it was when I was that age. Um, but some of the things my leader told me to do were a little much, um, for example, he didn't, uh, he would, and you know, this is something that I really, really took to heart. <laughs> um, and I know I probably shouldn't have, but he would tell me in front of everyone, step outside, I need to speak to you many times. And personally, I don't think that's <laughs> the best way to handle things like this, but I digress moving on. He would tell me, you're standing with your legs too far apart. You or you, uh, your posture is not correct. You're not holding the microphone right. Uh, you move too much. Really ridiculous things. Um, now that I think about it, um, things like that. And he was very strict. Like, don't come in at this time. You're not supposed. To, you're harmonizing. I don't know what you're. What are you doing? I don't know what you're doing in the chorus. But you need to stop that. You know, and things like that don't bother me really. Um, or even I should say, didn't really bother me. You know, the 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 musical uh, aspects that he would criticize me on, not so much. But it was just. 
I guess the way he said it and the way he spoke to me, that was different from the way he spoke to the other members of the team is all I'm going to say. Um, and this behavior just kept going on and on all the time. And I mentioned in the last episode that I was, when I had first joined, I wasn't there constantly. I was there. I was on call, basically. If they needed me, then I would go. If they didn't need me, then I wouldn't sing, you know, at all. Not just background vocals, like legit, I would not participate. Um, there was one uh, Sunday morning, it was really early in the morning. My leader called me and he told me, can you be here? And we need help. Someone canceled. I don't even remember what the situation was, but I said, oh, sure. So I picked out a blouse, put some jeans on, and I showed up to church. And I kid you not, I think uh, he said this in front of everybody. Um, I don't remember if this was during uh, maybe the gap between first and second service, if this was when services were over. I think it was when services were over because I remember going home shortly after that. So it, it might have been then. But um, he told me, hey, you're wearing jeans. Uh, it's not really, I don't think it's okay that you're wearing jeans. That seems a little, uh, you're not dressed formally for a Sunday morning. So please don't wear jeans ever again. And he said that in front of everybody. Um, and I, thankfully I had a, a, a team member. I, I was just going to be quiet and just take it, but I had a fellow member say, well, you called her this morning at the last minute. So you can't really hassle her about what she came dressed in. You know, they weren't even skinny jeans. They weren't like ripped with a big hole in the front like really nothing it was just in his opinion uh I was not formally dressed and he didn't like it now I I somewhat agree because I when I first came to this church I grew up in a Baptist church and you know it's really formal over there you always wear your Sunday best not that you can't wear pants it's just that you know it's Sunday and you want to go to you know I'm just used to going to church uh nicely dressed so when I came to this church um it was different when I saw a lot of the kids in tennis shoes, in jeans, wearing Converse, things like that. It was so different. But so I understood where he was coming from. But it's just, you know, where it was said and who heard it and who was there and just so many things that honestly, if I'm going to wrap this up briefly, it's just kind of um, I think I let a lot of things slide at that age purely because uh, I respected my leader. I was taught to respect him. Um, it's just, how do I say this? Um, and this is sort of where it became unhealthy in my ministry, where I did what I could. I did everything I could to make him happy. And I guess accept me because I could tell and I felt that he treated me differently. And this is not me saying he was a bad person. He was a bad leader. This is not me trying to bash him in any way at all. I have great respect for him even to this day, despite everything that's happened. There's been a lo loads more that's happened since that time. And, but it's not even worth getting into. It's really not relevant at all. Not just because of, not for the, just for the episode, but just in general, like in my life, it's not relevant to bring it up anymore. Um, I've moved on. I've forgiven and it's it's done. This is just sort of how it started out for me and what affected. I I really believe that that behavior and because I was so young and because I let it slide because I thought my leader was in every right and he was in the position to talk to me that way. I let it slide. And I think because it there would I would cry a lot of the time. I told my mom, I can't take this anymore. I want to quit. I don't like being treated like this. I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel anything positive from this experience so far and my mom god bless her she just encouraged me and prayed for me all the time was always there to you know have my back about it 
and would listen to me and things like that. But I truly believe that a lot of that affected the way that I saw myself in the future. Um, You know how I mentioned the past episode that I was I was a harsh and I still am many times, but definitely not to the degree that I was back then. Um, Even after he left. Um, I was very harsh on myself. I would critique myself. I wanted to be perfect and I still want to be perfect in my, in my service, even though that's not possible. I still want to deliver. And when I don't deliver, I get upset and I get frustrated. And I, I, I may be giving this person way too much credit. And I believe me, I don't like to give people that much credit over my life, but I truly think that that experience just years of dealing with that, um, really shaped the way it, uh, I viewed myself in my ministry. I wanted everything. To, I really wanted to please him. I wanted him to see me in a positive way because I felt like he didn't. And I felt like it was my fault. I'm not trying hard enough. I'm not good enough. I don't sing as well as these other uh, sisters that are participating. I genuinely believe that. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And I, I don't, I don't even, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, it's just, I guess I'm, I don't, I don't know what to say because it's just such a negative way to look at things. And unfortunately, because I was young, I let many things slide that I guarantee you I would not let slide today because I know better. But the Lord was with me. My mom just encouraged me. Um, and I've grown from it. Um, I, I learned and I moved on. Um, so in a way, it just really helped me to depend on the Lord more and to just realize I'm not perfect. And also to learn that when we pray, I know we always pray this, that Lord help us remember that we're not doing this for anyone else. That should include not just the congregation, but, or or whoever's watching our leaders as well. You know, like don't do things just to impress your leader or to show that you can do it or to show off because that is so easy to do in the worship ministry. I promise you, it is so easy to want to do that. And I fell into that, unfortunately, because I wanted to please my leader so badly. Um, he, you know, he eased up on me over time. You know, I'm not acting. I know I'm making it sound like it was like this the whole time I was serving. It wasn't. Maybe the first year it was like that. I served with him many years, so it it wasn't like that the whole time. But at the beginning, man, it just hit me hard. And unfortunately, I think it left a little scar on me for a long time. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still growing. It's I think if I was a little older, maybe it wouldn't have affected me so much, but I don't, I don't really know. I just feel like it's, uh, it happened to me when I was a kid pretty much. And, uh, it just, that kind of stuff stays with you, unfortunately. Um, but anyways, moving on from that, I just wanted to share that story because it's, I, I, I feel like it's not something that's really talked about. And I know, I think I say that in almost every episode that this isn't talked about and we need to talk about it. But um, hopefully if you have, have ever experienced something where you want to please your leader at every moment and it's it's exhausting, let me tell you, because many times whether and my, my leader could have been a great guy. He I, that, I don't think that just because he was strict and kind of rude that that that's solely what makes it wrong. No, he could have been great and, and everything like that and treated me nicely Um and I still could have, and I still would have had that desire to please him. You get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't really matter that my leader was, gave me a hard time at the beginning. 
I mean, it matters because it affected me. But my point is that whether they're a good person or not, you know, uh, or they're a nice leader or they're not, um, this is a danger, I think, that we have in ministry, that we need to be careful that we're not just doing things to not only please ourselves, like we learned in the last episode, but to not please anyone, including our leaders and almost, I think, especially our leaders. And let this be, I guess, sort of, um, uh, not a, a, I guess, like a, a public service announcement, a PSA to any leaders in ministries that are out there, worship leaders, whatever leader in church, be there for your, for your, um, for your team, for your group, for whoever it is, be there for them. Because a leader is supposed to shepherd the people that serve under him or serve with him or her, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, see how they're doing, pray for them, let them know you're praying for them, you know, encourage them with the word of God or something the Lord put in your heart, you know, don't constantly put others down. Don't, I know it's so easy to, especially in worship to correct people because they take it the wrong way. But I genuinely, I've genuinely been corrected nicely by people in a godly way with love. So it's not hard. I promise you. And if someone feels like you did them wrong and you feel like you didn't do them wrong, then, you know, just apologize and move on. Like, it's really not that complicated. I know we like to overcomplicate things, but please, 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 leaders, be there for who's in your ministry. And if you can't always be there because we're not perfect, direct, always direct them to the Lord. Direct them to the Lord. That is so important. Remind them of the God that we have, that we serve. Remind your group that you're not perfect, that none of us are, and you're going to fail. We're all going to fail each other. But the Lord doesn't fail us, ever. I think this might be the longest episode, but I let out a lot of stuff, um, purely from my experience, really didn't get into that much. I know it probably feels like I did, but I really didn't. Um, but that was just kind of the gist of what I wanted to share with you guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you are still listening, I promise I'm going to record the next episode right now. So um, look out for that. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, to post at least once a week. Um, it's getting really depressing not posting for like months and months and months. It's just ridiculous. It's, it annoys me. Don't get me wrong. If you don't, if you find it annoying, I find it annoying too. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say goodbye to you guys for now and I'll see you guys in the next one. You've been listening to Thinking Too Matcha. Peace out, my friends. <laughs>